0: Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeau. The next Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive begins November 12th. If you're inspired to begin your own coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit shift.us, S-H-F-T U-S, for more information. Your adventure awaits.
1: Hey guys, what's up? I have a special guest today. Um, She's not only a friend, but she's a powerful life coach. She's a catalyst. She's one of our instructors. Deanna Moffitt. Did I say your, your name right?
0: <laughs> Listen. How long have you known me and you gotta ask that question well, now?
1: I know your your first name's easy. I am I'm, I'm really bad at last um. names. So is it it's Moffitt? Yeah. Yeah, that's easy. What okay. how else could it be? I don't know, it could be like an emphasis, fit or, I don't know, I don't know, I just, I, I always, there's always fear when I say last names, um, and then you know my, you know English is my second language, okay, so Deanna, uh, we're going to talk, so here's what's interesting, I was um, randomly thinking about uh, who I want on the next episode, I thought about Deanna, we actually tried to connect before, but she has a very busy schedule, and I randomly texted her, cut to Talk about your side. What happened?
0: Yeah, so I was. it was just this morning, actually. You were texting me. And I was working on um, this worksheet from a, a friend of mine who has a company called Map and Fire. They do lean strategy for small businesses. And I was looking at some of the big goals I want to achieve in my life. One of them was to write a book. I'm not a great writer. John Kim, you're and That's not true. You're a great writer. Oh, shut up. You're well, I, No,
1: you saying you're not a great writer is not true.
0: Well, anyway... Uh, but you're saying you are a great writer? Yeah, yeah I'm okay.
1: saying
0: I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what I know for sure is you have a muscle that I, ha- I I rarely flex, and that is just sitting down and writing. And my strength is actually yeah. t- talking. Uh, we'll see if that actually holds true through this podcast. But what I, yeah. what I found was I needed – I just had literally wrote down uh, one of the objective goals to meet that bigger goal was I need to be on five podcasts. And I put a time frame in there.
1: Wow, four and now.
0: I know for now, and literally, I was telling you, like, ninety seconds later, I received your text to say, "Hey, you want to be on this podcast?" and I was like, "Okay."
1: So that brings us to the word synchronicity. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a magical word,
1: isn't it? It can be. I, I mean, it can be if you notice and you believe. So a lot of people would see that situation and they wouldn't, they wouldn't notice it. They wouldn't think anything of it. They would very, um, be very dismissive of it, right? Because mm-hmm. most people we pull from our left brain. Um, what does synchronicity mean for you, and how's it playing out in your mm-hmm. life?
0: I think it means this idea of being open. First of all, I, I think you have to be really clear
1: in what you want. How clear? Like details or general? I what mean, do you mean like by clear?
0: The more clarity, the, the easier it is to, to find what you want. Sure, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think the more you can dive down into that. And then, for so first of all, being clear and then being open. Like that's the hard part. Is I think there are things happening around us all the time. And just like you said, yeah. we can get wrapped up in time or busyness or these things or tasks we think they need to do that we're not up and looking at the horizon to see the options. Yeah, And so I think that's the next part of it is first being clear and
1: then being open. And
0: man, I can't tell you how many times things just show up for me.
1: Yeah, and I got to say, guys, um, I used to be the guy that if I heard this, um, I would file it under the category of woo-woo and um, I would... I wouldn't show it, but I would be rolling my eyes on the inside, and I would be nodding my head. Um, but I believe in it now. Like, I believe well, in that. Wise. I believe in... Um, sequ- so I, I uh, about a month ago, I lit a candle. Someone bought me, an energy coach bought me an, a success candle. Um, and she said, light this candle, um, but not, but don't just light it. Like, actually, um, have intentions. Put that energy into it. On a post-it, write down, you know, the things that you want. And she said, be very specific, the details um, fold the fold, fold them up, put it underneath the candle and just let it burn.'t don't, don't blow the, the fire out. and um, two out of the the maybe eight things have already come true and there' are things that don't happen or, or you know in everyday life and there are also things where the odds were against them happening. Um, one of them was, my recent book deal. Um, my agent went out to thirty publishers. Twenty nine passed. Yeah, and it was just that last one. And the last one was the biggest, most the best one. The one that we were really hoping for. Um, but also, it wasn't even that. The detail of the dollar amount yeah. was exact. Yeah. Yeah. So stuff like that, and, and you know, it's it's all, I think it's a choice to believe in something bigger. Um, Here's, here's the thing. Okay, so what if you don't? What if you take something like that and, and you say, oh, it's logic or it's, it's coincidence or whatever? Um, I think that type of thinking makes the world very narrow.
0: Yeah, I'm saying I feel like that, that allows you to live a really small
1: life. Yes, yes. Like, What, what does it hurt if you choose to believe in um, things you can't see or whether we're talking about synchronicity or serendipity? Magic, whatever. Like, what, what, what's gonna, what is it gonna hurt if you choose to believe that? Like, what's the the negative in that?
0: Well, I think what happens for a lot of people is either they weren't brought up in it, Mm -hmm. or they feel scarce in the sense that that takes them out of control of the situation a bit, right? Right. Well, because
1: you have to trust something else. You
0: gotta trust the energy. You gotta trust the fact that you, you know, we're all putting out energy, and science has already Mm -hmm. proven that energy attracts energy, right? So a like energy attracts a like energy. Sure. So if you're walking around at a low frequency and shit's happening to you going down, like obviously, right? I mean, I don't know how you can't think that if you put out higher level frequency, higher level energy, higher level amount of positivity, and that was proven with Barbara Fredrickson and you know her book, Positivity. It's like there is such thing as positivity resonance that when you put that out, positive energy, higher frequency comes back to you. Well, here's the
1: misconception, I think, um, and this kind of overlaps into the whole law of attraction and stuff. I think that people will do it for a day mm. or they'll do it for an hour and mm. they like, go oh, see if nothing happened. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I put the positive out there, you know, it's eight o'clock, I did not win the lottery or she did not call me back or this, or this, did we didn't close the deal. It's bullshit. Like... I think that there's, there has to be, there's a consistency there. It's like working out. Like you can't change your body, um, after doing a hundred jumping jacks. Like there's a, you have to thread it into your life. Yeah. Can so
0: I, I, so uh, can I tell a story about that? Yeah, of course. So I had been journaling for, I don't know, somewhere between, I lost track, but three and five years mm-hmm. i have been journaling. I want to go to Australia, but I don't want to pay for it. I want to go to Australia, but I don't mm-hmm. want to pay for it this year. I was doing some work for a big company um, and I had done some work domestic here in the States with them and one, one job up in Canada. So I'm a, I'm a, a coach and a trainer for a big companies. Yes. And um, it turns out that they wanted to go international with this program. And where do you think the first place is that they wanted to go? Japan? No. <laughs> they wanted, Korea? <laughs> they wanted to go to Australia. Well, and they me wanted story. me to yeah, go. And, uh, and you went, remember? And I went. And I not only did I not have to pay for it, but they paid me to go. Like, oh, I, I made shit. money on right. that. That situation wow. and I, I think you know I could have gotten disappointed and said scratch that after six months or a year but our timeline like wait t- how long
1: have you been wanting to oh it's been
0: three to like three to five years right
1: so there's a great example so the seed of that desire um, seeing it wanting it putting it out there putting the energy out there and like three plus years later yeah right I
0: think that's the thing is we have to let go of our own human timelines mm. Yeah, that's our subconscious—that's
1: huge. Will
0: will put all the puzzle pieces together, but it's not going to do it necessarily in your time, in my time. And and plus, I, I don't know that I'm would be ready in my time. Like I, I feel mm. like sometimes we want things before we're necessarily ready to handle them. Ready to handle. Right. Them.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So guys, if you are if you are um, playing with exploring or being very curious about. Um, energy and being positive and higher frequencies and you know all the stuff that that Dana's talk talk that she's talking about I also write about um, and also playing with and exploring myself. Be consistent and be patient, you know. And I think that when you start to um, get impatient and you start to you know, I think when you start to like oh it's not happening you've already lost your belief in it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. Going back to the word curiosity.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: Deanna is a curiosity coach, which makes me extremely curious Mm because this is the first time I've heard of this. Mm -hmm. I love the idea of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, explain that. What is a curiosity coach? And also, give us your tagline because that's really great, too. Yeah,
0: so I'm a curiosity coach, and the tagline is when you ask a better question, you have a better life. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it
1: is, you know, it's true. Right? It's true. Well, as a life coach, (laughs)
0: we and Deanna, are, we,
1: Deanna teaches how to ask questions in her class. Um, it's the rudder of where you're going to go, you know. And most of us ask uh, very simple uh, yes or no, uh, simple questions, and they ask the same questions. Yeah. Right.
0: Well, you so you started me on this whole trajectory. Like you and I met wasn't now two three years ago.
1: Yes, we met on Craigslist.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was trying to sell a bidet, and he wanted one. No. Uh, uh, we met at a CrossFit box, and you were doing these mindset classes, and yeah. I was going to them. Right, and um, I got intrigued. Uh, I didn't know who the hell you were, what you were about, and you, you know, mentioned this angry therapist thing, and then you mentioned you taught these catalyst courses. And I'm, I'm always one that kind of goes toward the thing that my heart says yes to, mm. and so I thought, well, what the hell? I'm gonna take this uh, life coaching course, and. Um, I had, I, I'm a coach for an organization called the Mind Gym, which does this corporate coaching. So I go into big companies, but I wanted to see what would happen on a more personal level. So I took this uh, coaching course uh, that you offer, and you allowed me to provide you some feedback afterwards. And one of the things I said was, you know, I, the course was great, but I think there was something missing for me. And it's like, I don't know how to have these conversations. Like, how do I ask questions? Mm-hmm. And you were so great. You said, huh? Well, you want to teach that? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't remember this. But
1: okay, great. <laughs> and I was
0: like, oh, okay.
1: Uh, so wait. So what was good was that forced you to start exploring. Yeah. Instance, so you uh, sent.
0: Uh, I nice. mean, this whole thing sent me down a trajectory of the power of our questions. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. this year, I got certified in something called appreciative inquiry, mm. which is um, something that was developed by a gentleman by the name of David writer out of Case Western, and. Um, It works on a personal level, but it also works on a whole systems level. So they've done this work with the UN and the Navy and, you know, cities like uh, Cleveland and Detroit. But the idea is when you truly, when you are looking for the best of what was, what is, and what could be, Mm -hmm. um, that puts us into a different trajectory than just solving this problem, right? solving a problem doesn't get us to greatness right well that gets
1: us to, to baseline yeah, yeah gets us,
0: so how do we get to excellence or how do we get to flourishing we ask a different question
1: mm.
0: and uh, I think that's so it
1: positions us mentally
0: right and I think it's earlier like what you were talking about uh, there's a way of thinking about our questions are the lens of which we look at our life or mm-hmm. experience our life you know it's so one to say if I'm planning to go to an event, I could ask myself a question like, oh my god, why am I going to this thing? is going to be terrible. Right. right? And I have asked myself that question. And uh, more often than not, it's not a great experience. Or I set myself up to, to just not have a great experience. But what if I were to ask a question like, I wonder who I'm going to meet there? Or I wonder who I could meet that I could help. Yeah, Right? Then all everything. of a sudden, it just right. changes things. Right.
1: It really does. Um, it creates optimism. It creates hope. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I, I, I think, so So when you believe in something greater, there's also an element of um, not asking the question how, uh, because it, the how will take care of itself, it's more about like why well, I mean, and other questions.
0: I, well, I'm going to actually, because uh, I think you can ask a how question, how might I use my strengths uh, to my best advantage? Mm. And then I think what we can do, I think oftentimes people get afraid to ask these kind of questions because they don't have an answer. Right. But the reality is, and I know you know this, that you do, it's just not at at your conscious level yet. Yeah. And so one day when you ask these big questions of yourself and you're willing to ask the question, there's going to be a time when you're in the shower or you're driving or you're, you know, just walking around, That all of a sudden your subconscious puts all of the pieces together Mm -hmm. and you're like, ah,
1: there it is. There's my answer.
0: And, uh, I uh, I call that the flux, flux
1: capacity, (laughs) flux capacitor flux capacitor moment when yeah. you fell off the thing and, hit, hit the, and invented the time yeah, machine. Yeah. And back to the future. Okay. Go yeah, yeah.
0: Side. No, I feel like that's yeah. true. And I think there, there has to be a willingness and then just a trust that you do know your answer, even if it is so buried in your subconscious mm. that it can't come up
1: just yet. So using curiosity as a shovel. Yeah. Right? The power of curiosity. Um,
0: and I honestly, this came up for me so big around... Uh, The elections last year, I felt like we were asking terrible questions of all our candidates. We weren't asking, and I really felt in that moment, if we're not asking bigger questions about our external world, there's no way in hell we're asking those questions about ourselves. Yeah. Right? And I I almost think that that's why there is such a rebirth or this birth of life coaching because people don't know how to ask questions of themselves. Mm
1: -hmm. And, you know, I think, um, and and I was told or I read somewhere that everything we think about today, like 99% of the things that we think about today, we thought about yesterday. So we're basically having the same thoughts, right? We're basically living in this continuous uh, mental loop. Mm -hmm. And then those thoughts are charged with the same type of emotion. So if we're asking the same questions we asked yesterday, which we don't have the answers to, and they lead us down a path of discouragement negativity, then we're just living in cul de sacs We're not, there's no, we get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I think, um,
0: and, and I, even as you're saying that, I was thinking, you know, those 99% questions are often like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this right? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like, the
1: walls, like, yeah, loaded and blaming and internalizing. Yeah. And
0: I was like, I would be very quick to say, why don't you ask what's right with you?
1: You know, right. what are you doing? Well? Right. Right. So let's
0: start that forward momentum in the future or, you know, stepping you into a more positive direction.
1: Shouldn't this be a class taught in high school?
0: Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yes. Imagine, imagine, like, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, oh, I would yeah. think if we could just tie this with meditation and if we could tie this with just awareness, personal awareness. Yeah. yeah, You know, even the question of I'm having an emotion. What is what is coming up for me right now? Like being curious about our own internal mechanisms uh, could be so powerful. We're so removed from that.
1: I used to be the guy. Um, so, you know, I tell people I've lived two lives. So, um, Pre all of this, um, I was very angry and and uh, negative mm-hmm. and logical. Twenties and thirties, um, it was always the question that I that I always asked myself was why isn't it happening to me? Mm-hmm. Like you know, and the, my friends around me were becoming wealthy and successful um, very fast, and it was always like you know why, why did I? It was basically playing victim, which is mm-hmm. the most powerless stage. Um, and today I don't. I don't even, that doesn't even come across my mind. I don't ask myself those, those questions anymore. I feel like I've, uh, uh, and it took a long time, but I feel like I've rewired myself where my nature isn't, um, why are things so shitty or why, you know, why are things not happening, but, but like, what's possible, you know, if I can do this or if I'm here now, what else can I was gonna do? Um, and if I, recently there was this thing that I didn't get, um, uh, it was my first quote unquote being paid to do something as an influencer, it involved travel. Um, and I was up for it, but I didn't get it. And the old John Kim would have been, I knew it, you know, like I'm, it's, I knew it was a trick, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it was like, oh, this actually exists, mm-hmm. and they're hovering, and you could make money, and someone could pay you um, to do this kind of work. Like so, like that revelation. Then you start asking, oh, well, if that's out there, then what else is possible?
0: Yeah, you know, well, let's that. break down the kind of responses you get from those two type of questions. Mm-hmm. So, why isn't it happening to me, right? What do you get? You get all the reasons why that's not happening to you.
1: Yeah, right? well, you're pointing the gun to yourself. And, so and you're what gonna, are you, you going to yeah. get?
0: And what are you going to build with this? Well, because kind of I'm not
1: responses? tall enough, smart right? enough, pretty enough, I don't have is that? enough, you know, Yeah. Followers. You can come up with a
0: million different reasons right. for that, but you can't build anything from those responses. No. As opposed to you know, what can I learn from this experience? And then you start listing off like, oh, okay, well I got that and that and now I I get to use that yeah. in a future experience. Right.
1: And I just want to bring this to relationships real quick. Um when you go through a breakup it's always people are like, Why did they dump me? Why didn't mm. this work out? Um I'm never gonna find love. I'm not this or that. Instead if you ask what did I learn from mm-hmm. that experience, um and I always tell people after the breakup, it's the richest soil for yeah. for growth, you know, and then you learn so much more. So when you find in someone who deserves you, you um, are bringing so much more to the table. Right? Yeah. I,
0: I've, I've often said that about all of my relationships. Like, I'm just so grateful for them. They have taught me so many lessons. And I actually share that. In my last breakup, I just said, you know, this we're not right for each other. Yeah. Uh, but I am so grateful for our time together. And I just listed what I thought I learned from that experience. Like, how can you do anything but respect that <laughs> that whole situation and you know it also
1: gets me uh, maybe we could end on this if you want to be um, po- a positive person in someone's life if you want to help change people practice this people will notice it mm-hmm. because if you tell them what to do you, you know when you get on a soapbox or behind a podium uh, it, it doesn't stick you know people are defensive like whatever role there but if you're like practicing it and they notice it, then they're like oh wow that person is a person never negative or that person asks really interesting questions wow yeah. like that's something i want to do for me
0: so i met this guy uh, online mm-hmm. and we ended up chatting for the first time yesterday and really within ten, 10 seconds he goes oh my god he goes you're so different i go what do you mean he goes you're so <laughs> you're posi- not negative <laughs> yeah he goes you're so positive and i'm right. like well he goes i don't, know. I, don't I don't know how I'm different because I don't know who you've been talking to. He goes, just trust me. (laughs) yeah. So you guys, I feel like that's such a great and somewhat easy thing to think about. It's like how,
1: what kind of energy do I want to bring in to any one of these situations? 100%. But you know, here's the thing that being said, it's not, it starts with the decision, but it's such a practice Mm -hmm. and I struggle with it too. I mean, there are days that I feel pessimistic and I'm throwing peas at the wall and I'm complaining, (laughs) Uh Um, but it takes practice, you know? I, I think mean, it, it takes practice to be positive. For sure. It doesn't come naturally.
0: Well, we have psychologists who have found a negativity bias. So you're absolutely right. So a negativity bias meaning that when... Our culture, though. Our yeah. culture, but we are wired for that. That mm-hmm. for the self-protectionism way, you know, right. if something could go wrong, we're going to make the story about making that as wrong as possible. To protect, to protect ourselves, ourselves right. Right? That's, right? That's wired into us. Yeah. So you're absolutely right to buck that. To rewire the brain does take effort.
1: What would you give, and let's end on this, three tips Mm -hmm. on how to start that journey of um, being the kind of person where you talk to someone on the phone and they're like, holy shit, you're weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: I think, first of all, is a willingness. A willingness, yeah. A willingness—that's such a big, huge word. Yeah,
1: you know what? A lot of people, especially in self bearment they go to seminars, they walk on fire, mm. they pay, you know they read books. But it's it, 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 just because you do that doesn't mean that you're willing to change. I yeah. think all that stuff is information, yeah. and information isn't enough. It's the yeah. actual practice of it. Yeah. So willingness.
0: Yeah, I think there has to be an intention. Mm. Like when I even on my walk up here. So you and I live in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I was walking up here, and I was consciously saying. What is the energy I want to bring into this situation? And for me, it's always leading with love. Like I, w- I want to show you know, John love. I want to show his listeners love. Uh, so I, I show up with that leading. That's, I hope that I that, love that comes yeah. in before I, or before
1: I even step in the door. So you had that conversation with yourself on the way up before you even?
0: Yeah. So it's
1: prep. For, for sure.
0: Like yeah. Because here's the deal. We all go through life, and you said this earlier, we all go through life so unconsciously patternistic, right? right? Research will tell us that about 98% of our thoughts, behaviors, everything we do is at a subconscious level. Broken records. Yeah. So the moment I can bring it to my consciousness and say, how do I want to show up? Then that's my step to actually show up that Mm -hmm. way. And, uh, I mean, I just think the, for me also is the, just the recognition that what I put out always comes back. It yeah. always comes
1: back. Yeah. And if I want. If it may want, not come back that minute or that day. No.
0: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And it may not even come back from that source that I gave it to. Or in right? the form
1: that you, you were expecting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and which is sometimes better. But I also think that it does, uh, it does come back. Mm. That it, what you put out, um, and I, you know, the simple way of that karmic effect, but research has proven it as well, is that energy does bring back. A positive resonance to you.
1: I love that. Yeah. What a great way to end. Yeah. Deanna, thank you.
0: Thanks, John Kim.
1: And um, where can we find you?
0: Um, well, right now I'm sitting at your dining room table.
1: Okay, no, we want to, get, <laughs> can you give them your home address, please? Yeah. <laughs> <Those healers. laughs>
0: hey, um, strangely enough, I have no web presence, John. I, that's what I'm working on Yeah, right but now. you have social media stuff. Sure, there. yeah, you can find me at Deanna Moffitt. Um, cool. I'm at Deanna Moffitt on Twitter. I'm at uh, Deanna Moffitt, and that's M-O-F-F. I-T-T, a lot of double letters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Be well. Thank you for being here.
0: Thanks for inviting John. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for listening to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast presented by Shift. If you'd like to learn more about what you've heard on today's show, head to shift.us, that's S-H-F-T for more information. Feel free to rate us, review us, and tell a friend.